Hello and welcome to episode 33 of Pandemic Parenting Sucks. At least I think it's 33. I don't have any of my papers with me right now because I'm recording in my van while my 11-year-old has banned. And I'm going to spend this episode talking about a few funny things that happened over Zoom, talking about a couple things that are happening with hybrid learning. It's probably not going to be a full 30 minutes. It just all depends when he gets out of band. And this is the only time I really have this week to actually be by myself. I'm sure all the parents out there can appreciate the time alone in the van. It's just sitting there. Nobody else is in your van. You start thinking about cleaning your van. I was like, I could record a podcast or I could pull out the three-year-old's car seat and try to readjust it because she has gotten too tall for it and all of the car seat guidelines. And I really want to keep her in a five-point harness until she's five, but her shoulders are above the little marks that they're supposed to be. And it's such a pain in the ass. The I want to point out that my eight-year-old lasted in the same type and brand of car seat as this one until she was almost eight in a five-point harness. So the size difference is astounding. Um, So why am I taking my 11-year-old to band again since he's doing hybrid learning and he should be getting banned while he's at school? But here I am sitting in a parking lot of the school who is not his school, at least not yet. He, there's several things going on at his school that are preventing him from having band. And I went all crazy mom on the phone with his teacher and the principal and then the band teacher trying to figure out how he could get banned. So I'm currently sitting in the school he's going to go to next year. So this is a school that he got in the lottery with. And this is where he has been taking band all year until they went back to hybrid learning. But they are currently doing IRAs which is the, or no, IARs. IRAs is a terrorist group in Ireland. They're doing IARs, which is the Illinois Achievement something, something, something. And with this, it's basically those of us that are crazy old. And my main demographic, those of you above 30, IRAs are standardized achievement tests. These are tests that they, you know, in my day, they were fill in the bubble. Now they are on computer. They are required. I tried to opt him out of it because I think it is completely stupid. And as I told his teacher, bullshit, uh, that our kids in our school district aren't even back full day. They are only back for five hours a day. They're only back half day. So in those five hours, they also have to have lunch. So the state counts it as a full day for the school to collect money off of it. So the school is essentially cheating the system. But their school lunches and everything are um, five days a week. The So we still get the school lunches every day. But the IRA with this... The IAR, Ugh, I'm gonna. Call, that's what I get for teaching criminal justice classes. The I, the IAR, not the IRA. The IAR, with all of this um, 
they're testing for two hours a day. So my 11-year-old is going to school and at eight o'clock, they promptly start testing and they test until 10.30. And the reason I say they only test two hours because there is a break in the middle so they can get up and like get their wiggles out and everything, but they are sitting and they are testing for two of the five hours and 20 minutes of the other three hours is lunch and basically they're spending their entire day at school testing and they're going to test for the next four weeks. Well, the issue I had with my 11 year old is his testing time was right during his band time and nobody told me. So I sent him to school with his trumpet and he was very upset that he had to lug around his heavy trumpet and all of his band music when he wasn't going to get banned and nobody had told him he was not going to get banned and nobody had told me because if I had known ahead of time, I'm the type of mom that would have made arrangements either with the band teacher to do it on another day or with the band teacher just to do private lessons and I would pay out of pocket. So I don't want my 11 year old to miss four weeks of band and then only have two weeks of band till the end of the school year. That would have been so asinine. And I'm stating it nicer than I stated it to his teacher and his principal. But uh, they, you know, they were like, well, if you can figure it out, we're okay with it. And But they weren't going out of their way to figure it out for me. So I was going back and forth with the band teacher. Thank God he's very responsive. He's a great band teacher. I have nothing but good things to say about him. He's like, I understand how important band is to your son and we will figure it out. We will get it going. So here I am on a Tuesday morning when my kid is supposed to be e-learning and I am instead sitting in a parking lot waiting for him to play his trumpet and to finish up with band. But I'm willing to do that. Thankfully, on Tuesdays, I really don't have anything to do work-wise myself. I may have a couple meetings here and there, but I don't have any actual classes on Tuesdays. So I'm able to come here and sit in a parking lot. I used to sit inside the building, but now that kids are in the building, I can no longer sit inside the building. So I am out here sitting inside the parking lot. The, But that got figured out. That took like two days to figure that out. And he is happy. He's happy you get to do it in person. And I think he'll be happier knowing that he's coming to the school next year. He's happier coming in and looking around and seeing what's going on. The downfall is the parking lot here really sucks. There's like no, I'm pretty sure I'm parked illegally, but I'm sitting in my van. So I'm not like parking and walking away, but every single parking spot is full because they parked, they blocked off a bunch of spots for social distancing for buses and stuff to get out. So there's literally no parking spots. Every single parking space is full. And again, I'm pretty sure I'm illegally parked. The... But we got that figured out. But that was such a clusterfuck last week. It was, it was a big, you know, I'm sure you guys are like, what's the big deal? If he doesn't get banned, he doesn't get banned. That was one of the main reasons he was going back to in-person learnings because he really wanted to get more in-person banned. And he really looks forward to it. He really likes his band teacher and all of that stuff. So he's very happy it worked out. Our soccer games this past weekend got rained out. It rained all weekend. It rained a lot. We were able to have soccer practice last night, which was nice. It was still a little damp. My kids' shoes were muddy and their soccer balls were wet. 
but they still had a good time. So this past week, I had several Zoom meetings that were kind of important. And one of them was a substantial committee meeting with several people on it for one of the places I work at. And my eight-year-old lost one tooth at the beginning of the week. So on Friday, I'm on my Zoom, I'm on camera, I'm talking, I see her walk up behind me. The first thing I check is to make sure that all my children have pants on. Anytime I go into a Zoom meeting that requires me to have cameras on, I always want to make sure my kids have pants on. Because more times than not, my kids do not have pants on. So the first thing I look down, make sure she has pants on because she's walking right up behind me. She's wiggling her loose tooth. She had, uh, I picked her up from school that day and she had carrots for lunch and she said it hurt to eat the carrots. So I, she wanted to get the tooth out. It was bothering her. She'd already lost the one on the other side and this one was bothering her when she was biting into things and was really hurting her. But I didn't think it was that loose. It honestly with what ensued, it really wasn't that loose. So I'm in this meeting. I'm like, oh yeah, we should do this, blah, blah, blah. We're about ready to vote. I see, I'm kind of, you know, you don't really look at your own camera. I'm looking at other people's cameras and one of my boss's eyes got very, very large and I'm like, what are they looking at? And I just flick a glance behind me on my own camera and my eight-year-old was literally pulling her, she pulled her tooth out and there was blood everywhere. So she's standing behind me on the zoom, pulled her tooth out and blood just dripping out of her mouth, down her chin. She runs off camera, comes back and she's holding her tooth and she's got a washcloth in her mouth. And she's like super proud of herself. I'm muted. So they're not hearing anything that's going on. She's super excited. She got her tooth out. She's showing her tooth to the camera. She still has a bloody washcloth in her mouth. And she's just ecstatic with herself. And I'm seeing all of these people, higher ups, you know, VPs, my bosses, all in this meeting with me, this committee meeting. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. My kids have no boundaries now since they have been on Zoom for over a year for school. They have absolutely no boundaries and are not shy to come on camera when I'm on. And a lot of times, granted, when I teach my classes, a lot of times I'll turn my camera off because my kids are walking around me, especially when I have to use Teams to teach a class and my Teams always, always, always crashes if I try to record and show my camera and screen share at the same time. So I will turn my camera off on Teams because I, it just crashes. I can't, it glitches out, everything stutters. But um, most of the time my camera is off when I'm teaching or I'll turn it off if one of my kids pop in the rooms. This past Monday, my father-in-law was not able to come and watch my kids for me while I was teaching my classes. So I was in the dining room with my kids behind me doing e-learning while I was actively teaching. So I had my camera off because my kids were running around behind me. And, you know, I, I don't care that much about showing them on camera. It's really not about showing them on camera. It's, they are a distraction. I will see my students' eyes following my kids behind me on camera and not 
going and doing and asking and answering the questions I want them to. They're just distracted by my children because my children are feral and they're running around behind me. I mean, how more feral can you get? My eight-year-old pulled a tooth out on a Zoom meeting that I was in. The And honestly, my husband's not any better. He's very distracting too. Uh, but, and I don't know if you guys are experiencing this, those of you that are still in Zooms and still doing online and e-learning and stuff like that. What I'm experiencing is we are so Zoom fatigued. We've gotten so used to it. We don't even like consciously look to see if there is a camera going. Um, I've had to do the I'm muted and I'm waving my hand to the side off camera trying to get my kids out of the camera, trying to get my husband out of the camera. My husband accidentally walked it behind my eight-year-old when she was in school and he didn't realize she had her camera on and he was just in his boxers first thing in the morning so that was that it, I mean it was all a big chuckle about it but it was still like ah uh. and the we you know my family sings a lot I don't sing a lot but my children my husband sing a lot so if we're unmuted we hear singing in the background we hear like chanting and talking in the background. This morning, or yesterday morning when I was teaching my class, my three-year-old was singing Let It Go in her Elsa Halloween costume. So I, again, had to turn my camera off, but I was unmuted because I was trying to teach my students something. So all they heard was a little person singing Let It Go behind me the whole time. And three-year-olds, one, can never hit the pitch right. And two, don't know the words. She just kept saying, let it go, let it go, anyway, let it go, let it go, cold, and running around making all the hand motions behind me in her Elsa dress. So the, it's never boring in my house. Sometimes the cat makes an appearance on the Zoom calls. Uh, when I teach my night classes, since they are four and a half hours long, I usually teach them in my basement. And my cat likes to follow me down to the basement and treat all of the storage boxes like his own personal jungle. And it has caused me to scream on camera more than once because he has jumped out of nowhere and landed on me or landed on the desk while I'm teaching. And it's just, I feel like I, you know, more people are getting the hang of it and they're getting more at ease using it. But I honestly feel like I've gotten so used to it that I don't, I become in less professional as we go on. I'm just, I guess because I'm just so over it, I'm becoming less and less professional with the Zooms. I'm not doing my makeup. I will, you know, do my hair, do my makeup if I know I'm being recorded. So if, if I know the session is going to be recorded, I will make sure I don't look like a zombie. But if I know it's not being recorded... I will go full on complete zombie and not really care about it. Um, it's just, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I just, I'm over it. I am zoomed out. The granted, I, you know, Zoom is only one of the various forms. My children tend to use Google Meets for their school. And some of their extracurricular activities use Zoom. And then I use Teams and Zoom. So we have Google Meets and Zoom, Teams and Zoom, um, Big Blue Button, which is through our um, LFS 
LMS, our learning management system. So our LMS, uh, we have Big Blue Button, we have Canvas. So I use Big Blue Button through that. The it is just the biggest pain in the ass knowing, you know, do I need to go into this? Do I need to go into that? And for once, I, for the first time in a very long time, I had two meetings back to back on different platforms. So the meeting Friday in which my eight-year-old pulled her tooth out of was a Zoom meeting and it was being recorded. So they have recorded my daughter pulling her tooth out and it's in the like, um, file share system at the college. And then I had to jump straight into a Teams meet. So I had that meeting from one to two, and then I have to teach my class from two to three, which is on Teams. So I had to jump right into a Teams meet. And then the Teams meet, I, you can't do a Zoom and a Teams at the same time without crashing your system. So I was like, uh, I got to go and just kind of pieced out of the Zoom to get into the teams because I had to teach and it was a big pain in the bottom to do all of that. The, but again, I'm just kind of getting over it. Um, I do like that we can have meetings on Zoom though, because for me being part-time, it's really difficult for me to find childcare for just an hour to go do a committee meeting. So for me to be involved and do stuff at work that I need to do, it's a lot easier for me to sit at home with my kids running around me like feral wild animals than it is for me to try to find childcare for just an hour. And, you know, it would actually cost me to go to that committee meeting. So we have that. Uh, another thing that happened this past week, we got a children's museum and zoo membership We'd actually, I'd won this last year when they thought they were going to reopen. I won this in a, like, drawing. Um, they have, like, an adult reading program at our public library, and I participated in it, and I put all my tickets into this one, and I won it, and the, because the other ones I, did, I really wasn't interested in, but they had cool prizes. They had, like, it's called a Zoomu Pass. So the Children's Museum and the zoo have, uh, the membership pass was one. A Amazon Fire tablet was another one. Um, a date night. So it was a gift certificate to a local restaurant and a gift certificate to our local movie theater, which is um, small business, like privately owned. So there was that. And, uh, and then a gift certificate to a brewery, a local brewery, and a gift certificate to a jewelry store were all the adult reading program prizes. The only one I was really interested in was the Zumu. I really don't wear jewelry. I have not worn my wedding ring since my 11-year-old was born, so I haven't worn my wedding ring in 11 years. The only thing I wear is a watch, and I've always worn a watch. I feel naked if I don't have a watch. I've worn a watch since I was in kindergarten, uh, but that's the only jewelry I wear. Sometimes I'll wear earrings, but honestly, I go so long between wearing earrings, my holes close, and I have to re-pierce my ears to wear earrings. So I don't wear jewelry. I'm not a huge brewery person or a date night person. I wanted something that was more long-lasting. I don't know if you guys, like, think about that. I'm, like, the type of person that will buy 
you know, candy that's in multiple portions so it lasts longer. So I'm like, well, I can do a one night or I can get a whole year membership for my family to go to the zoo and the children's museum. Even though my older two are pretty much outgrown the children's museum. But my youngest, my three-year-old, because of COVID, really has never been to the children's museum. She was there as a baby with her older siblings, but she's never been there and interacted with any of the displays or anything like that herself because of COVID. I mean, she was two when COVID started and, you know, they can't do a lot at two. But, you know, anybody who thinks their two-year-old is like a rocket scientist and do whatever they want, more power to you. Two-year-olds really can't do a lot. So I didn't take her to the children. I mean, she went to the children's museum, but she didn't really get to play with anything. And I, she went as like the sidekick on the field trip, but, and our children's museum is not even open yet. It's been closed since last March and it is going to reopen on April 22nd. So I won that and they finally, they mailed it to me. I got it in the mail and they're like, congratulations. Another thing that we got pre-COVID that rolled over is a water park pass. So we have a year membership to the water park, which is not really a year because water parks are open Memorial Day to Labor Day. But we got a membership to the water park. We got a membership to the zoo and the children's museum. Children's museum is open year round. Zoo is open. I want to say, well, it opened Easter weekend. So the first weekend of April to the last weekend of October, the zoo is open and then it's closed all winter. We still have to go online and buy tickets, like reserve our times. And then for both the zoo and the um, children's museum, we have to do that. Which I'm okay with because, you know, we, we in Illinois are still at limited capacity. That being said, I will, we are going to be traveling. We did book a vacation for the end of May. So the week before Memorial Day, we we booked a vacation. So that'll be fun. But the states we are going to no longer have mask mandates. The individual towns may have mask mandates, but the states no longer have a mask mandate, which I find it very interesting. And we're going to be going to several crowded areas. And I don't know, like, I think... My kids will probably still wear masks. I don't know about myself and my husband since we're vaccinated, if we will both wear our masks or not. I think if we go in a, thankfully most of it is outside where we're going. I think if we go in a building, we might mask, but if we stay outside, we might not. I am relieved in that I don't have to fight my three-year-old to wear a mask. She's iffy, spotty on wearing a mask anyway. I always feel guilty. Like, we went to Walmart to buy uh, stuff for our vacation. And she wore her mask for maybe 20 minutes. And after 20 minutes, she was eating it, like, chewing on it. And it was all slobbery and gross. So I just took it off her face. Uh, Before, if I left it on her face, she would get, like, rashes and, like, cold sores on her face from chewing on her mask and then having a slobbery, gross mask on her face. So the, if I don't have to worry about her consistently wearing a mask, I think it'll be very nice. But that's all I have for this week. And next week, I'm going to do something a little different. Next week, my, because of my dad's birthday, my dad passed away when I was 22. And 
for his birthday, I think I'm going to do something honoring him and do a whole episode about him and his unique parenting skills and how I thought all kids were raised that way, but apparently I was just special. So I'll do that next week and that's all and I'll see you guys next week.